And we're back for the second time. Welcome to the episode of Hashtag All Podcast Matter. Holy shit, Steph Curry's not playing tonight. Yeah, I'm disappointed, man. I'm, I'm horribly crushed. They're, they're still going to beat him. Oh, yeah, man. The, the curse, no, the, I mean tonight. The curse The curse is still going on. And and the Rockets are washed. They're a garbage-ass team. Yeah. So tell people about this uh, show if they... Oh, oh first yes. Time listening. Yes, in case this is your first time listening... I surprised uh, you twice with that. Hashtag <laughs> like, all, oh. all Podcasts Matter is a show about social issues. And we're getting into those today. Movies, nerd culture from a black perspective, and Keanu Reeves. And great. anime, but you know, black people don't like anime. <laughs> that was my favorite question for BuzzFeed. Foreshadowing. You know, usually we record on Friday nights, but we had some technical issues because my laptop caught fire. Uh, Saturday, we were still celebrating my birthday. And I wanted to record again, but Vic uh, didn't want to record with me when I was out of my mind from uh, lots of shots. Because <laughs> you would have went on rants with me, and I'm like, oh, dude, we're on the same team. <laughs> I tend to argue more. I get a little bit more uh, verbose. We played Mario Party. That was fun. We did. We did. We partied when I turned 32, kind of in the same way like I did when I, I turned 12. Exactly. We all just didn't sleep over. <laughs> people had kids to get back to. Um, shout out to all my new friends on Facebook. I made at your uh, birthday party. Oh, yeah. That's dope. Yeah. I added all, all everybody, I think. We we mixed a lot of different friends together, and, and it, it was uh, we were like the Burger King Kids Club. It was dope. Yeah, it was. It was, it was, it was truly. We had one for everyone. It was truly a rainbow. <laughs> yep, we had a white person. Yep. We're good. <laughs> and and Hassan Day looked Arab, so. Oh oh yeah, that's true. He's he's the DJ Khaled of the group. All right, we the best. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, Nip Hustle and YG released their video today. Fuck Donald Trump. And it was, uh, <laughs> if you get past the name, it was a celebration of culture, <laughs> Crips and Bloods. It was voicing your political, uh, your political voice, and fuck Donald Trump, of course. There's a lot of uh, street art going on. A lot of fuck Donald Trump throw up. And you say you say that like being funny, but it's it's really it's really it's, really it's really all true. It's kind of it's kind of a beautiful beautiful thing. People, it was, people it was, really people really came together to. Uh, there was Crips and Bloods walking in the street together to really put across a message and defeat hate. Yeah, the Mexicans were at the video singing the words, fuck Donald Trump. And yeah, defeat hate, really, hate, hate, hate. If you are a candidate and you are seen as you are spewing hate, I've never heard that in my years uh, on this earth that you spew hate. We know some of these candidates don't like black people, but they hit it very well. I respect them for that. This motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he. I don't know if he's clever enough to hide things like that. Yeah, like, I remember George Bush talking about terrorism and before he said anything about terrorism he was like uh terrorism is not islam islam is love and i so much respect even if he didn't mean that shit just respect for saying that shit like that islam is not terrorism uh islam is love and we got this asshole just we're gonna do this and we're gonna build a wall as soon as el chapo says somebody might he calls secret service like well bitch <laughs> I'd be more scared about pissing off terrorists than I'd be scared of pissing off Chapo. Not that I'm saying I'm not scared of El Chapo. Actually, I'm not scared. Me and Chapo cool. Yeah, shout out, shout out to El Chapo. If he wants yeah. to sponsor the show, you know. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I will take that money. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah. Hey, our, our doors are open to anyone. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I saw the great video. It was the most powerful video I've seen since the I Have a Dream speech. It really, it really moved you. It, it really you. did. It One tier. One tier. One tier. And so, all right. Speaking of, uh, we're staying in the political realm. Your favorite candidate, yes, Hillary, Hillary Rodham. Uh, HC, uh, HC, doing it again. Hill dog. <laughs> this is on the Breakfast Club. <laughs> and 
you know what? Like you said, you don't like Charlemagne uh, that much because of the jackassery. But I know Charlemagne will ask a good question. And I don't care who he's in a view, he will ask a good question. Charlemagne is not afraid of getting pun- punched in the eye. Yes. He is not. So the girl on the, I don't know her name, the girl on the Breakfast Club asks Hillary, what's one thing you have in your bag right now? And of course, Hillary says, Hot sauce. Hot sauce. <laughs> Putting ting. It's like the Negroes love that because <laughs> because of Beyonce, right? Be, 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 Bay once. Be, <laughs> phonetically. <laughs> Pronounce it phonetically. Um, and so they laugh. They chuckle about it. <laughs> but they're like, you serious? She's like, yes, I have hot sauce in my bag. <laughs> and then Charlemagne, which is one good question. You know he's going to give them to him. He was like, you know people are going to say, oh, there she goes again, pandering to the black community. And she's like, ha, 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 ha. Is it working? Anyone? Crickets. Moon crickets. <laughs> moon crickets. Moon crickets. And I just see the contrast of like Hillary and Bill when he was running. And I understand, yes, I know I was a little kid, but I will it will be etched in my mind a few things about Bill Clinton. We called him the first black president. That fool was on Arsenity playing the saxophone and shit like that. We thought he was awesome. And Bill Clinton, like, everybody had a little bit more money in their pocket when Bill Clinton was president. So he was kind of aces in our books. And then you kind of read what he did. He was kind of a dick. But we always thought he was cool with the black people until, like, recently. Until we learned. Until we learned. (laughs) But I I wish she would be a little bit more low-key with her her trying so hard. Like, you see that that gif of uh, Bernie Sanders zapping that dude? Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh. I'm like, see, he knows knows how to do it. He knows how to do it. Smooth. He didn't like do it on national television. He just, he just, he just did it. Yeah, smooth. What's up, brother? How you doing, man? He was like, my uncle said, "What's up?" He was like, Uncle who? Uh, Jethro Washington. He's like, <laughs> Jethro Washington from Mississippi. <laughs> oh, you Mississippi. That's your uncle. Tell that nigga he still owes me twenty dollars. <laughs> yep, that was it. That was it. All the, all that happened in the span of in the span of one handshake. We all know. We all know what the handshake. He's like, is. I want my twenty dollars. He can give it to the campaign, but he better give me a goddamn receipt. <laughs> I'm gonna come whoop his ass myself. <laughs> I believe that conversation happened with Bernie. Bernie, the kind of dude, like when he get off camera, he be talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, this is all this motherfucking. You know what I'm saying, yeah, anyway, but he be uh, playing dominoes with a pot in his mouth and just like that. That's what I believe. But then this is also what I believe about Bill Clinton. So let me stop. I bl- I'll believe it for now. Yeah, all right. He needs to get he needs to get a cat and a saxophone. He's got my vote. <laughs> uh, and again, uh, this is all political. Uh, rappers at the White House. Yes. Obama on his victory lap tour uh, had a bunch of rappers at the White House to talk about uh, prison reform, right? Yeah, and uh, my brother's keeper program. He he had like a lot of good artists for the most part. People I listen to and respect. Your favorite artist, DJ Khaled, and of course DJ Khaled, the or an artist who really contributes a lot. Um, a lot of motivational quotes. Why? Wh- why? I I imagine he snuck he snuck in the White House. Maybe maybe he said he was someone else. He's like, uh, yeah, I'm I'm Wale. So he, he said I'm Fat Joe. Yeah, and he was like, hmm, lean back, and he tried to do it another one. Yeah, I, I think security should be fired for letting DJ Khaled in the White House. <laughs> like, let me check your discography. Yeah, you're not allowed. Yeah, <laughs> but now some other good rappers were there, like Wale uh-huh. and uh, Pusha T. Uh huh. Ha. <laughs> and I don't care what you think about Pusha T at all. I'm excited that Pusha T was in the White House. We both are excited. Pusha T was in the White House because. I, f- I feel like Pusha is going to have the greatest punchline of all time. A punchline that, that 
alone that is worth nineteen ninety five. Exactly. About about selling coke in the White House. Like he could he could Star Wars trailer that punchline. <laughs> Shit he, like that. He could. He's like, like that snippet. He's like, listen, everybody, I'm gonna drop this in October. And I'm like, Well, here's my debit card. I'm ready I'm ready for it. <laughs> Matter of fact, I trust you. Uh my I think it's gonna be something like uh biggest dope deal in the White House since Ronald Reagan. Push. Yeah. And that could that could just be it. And I'll be like, Oh That could be the chorus. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm, my ears will explode and bleed. That can be the last thing I've ever heard, and I'll be fine with it. Dropping white in White House. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but I, I, aside from DJ Khaled, it looks like Obama picked the list himself. Mm-hmm. He looked through his top 25 playlist. <laughs> he was like, okay. <laughs> He's like, yeah, just, just invite everybody. Intern, go ahead. Fill, out, fill, out, fill it out. Get him. I don't care that he's on tower. I'm Obama. Um... And in races or news, <laughs> smooth. smooth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I gotta just tell you the story. So, um, Southwest, uh, uh, a student uh, is ordering a Southwest flight from L.A. to Oakland, California. Arabic student, uh, whose name I will not try and pronounce, but I'll try. All right. Makazumi, that don't even sound Arabic. Okay, it really looks Arabic when you write it down. So is that racist? All right. Anyway, a little bit. Okay, and so so he's so excited. He just came from this conference. Somebody from the UN was speaking. He's a UC Berkeley uh, grad student, and he's on the flight and he's talking to his uncle in uh, Baghdad, and he's talking to him and he forgot that this is the most racist country ever, and he's speaking in Arabic on the phone to his uncle. And so he has the whole conversation. He was talking about chicken. That was good. He was talking about who was there. He was talking about how excited he was. And he gets off the phone and he immediately knows something's wrong because there's a white lady. I bet. There's a lady. <laughs> oh, yes. We got to leave that part ambiguous. Let, <laughs> ambiguous. Let, let, let the listeners figure it out. They, they can let us know. So there's a lady just stuck looking at him. And he was like, shit, I hope she doesn't go report me <laughs> for talking about chicken with my uncle in Arabic. Uh, sure enough, she gets up and reports him. And so they, the, the flight attendants say, um, first of all, you wouldn't approach a terrorist like that if you thought he really was a terrorist. That's how much of a dick you are. So the flight attendant. That's a good point. <laughs> so flight attendant said, uh, the passenger said you were making some threatening remarks on your telephone call because the white lady, of course, speaks fluent Arabic. <laughs> of course. She's like, oh, you because know, that's the, something you pick up. He's like the consonants um, and the vowels. She's state. a linguistic Arab. <laughs> okay, I, growing up in California, around Mexican Salvadorians, all races, all all nationalities of Latin people, know if I hear something wrong in Spanish. There's a few key words I'll pick up. I don't know shit about Eric. All right, I know Alu Akbar, Assalamualaikum, the good stuff. All right, and I learned that from the Muslims, and I mean Nation of Islam Muslims. Anyway, <laughs> so they escort him off the plane, and that's not where his humiliation ends. He's being searched in public, uh, in public, with twelve cops around him and a dog. Then he has to go in a private room with FBI agents and talk about stuff. Misses his flight. Uh, his 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 luggage got lost, of course. They didn't. What was that? I don't know. Somebody's having a party. Yeah, <laughs> cut the show. Cut the show. <laughs> Uh, so it just it just goes to show you that uh, we still do this shit. That's fucked up. I hope some other airline gives them free tickets for life. I think Virgin will. 
Virgin's cool like that. I'm gonna actually gonna start finding Virgin more often. I just hear great reviews about Virgin, but I do like two free check bags though, man. Yeah, that's true. That's dope. Oh, speaking of uh, the nation of Islam, there's there's a bunch of them outside uh, the grocery store this weekend when I was going. That they, they were like at the front, at the <coughs> excuse me at the uh, entrance and the exit. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to like put on this uh, this aura that I worship Satan, so they wouldn't talk to me. <laughs> and then when I walked out of the store, they didn't talk to me, and I felt kind of insulted. I'm like, oh, so you guys feel like my soul is not worth saving? You don't want to waste wealth of our time? All right, fuck you guys. Then. All right. You should have got one of them goddamn bean pies. It was yeah. delicious. I don't know. They didn't have any bean pies. They just had matching shirts. What the fuck were they out there for? What are they doing? Just scaring people? <laughs> it's my own racism. <laughs> Southwest is racist, and so am I. I don't care. All right, you want to uh, go to break? Yeah, let's take a break to break. We'll be right back. Hey, and we're back. Yes, we are. Uh, you know, so I've been meaning to ask you, what what do you think about BuzzFeed? I like them. Yeah, they they're usually pretty on point with their uh, their racial commentary, right? Yeah, they 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 bring out funny. They don't have stereotypes. They just like bring up funny. I like when white people try Asian food. When black people, blah 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 blah. Then they, you know, then they then they then they tried to touch the sun and they got burned. They sure did. They went. I don't know who who wrote the who wrote it or who thought this might be a good idea. I I wish they would have like test drove it first. Okay, so BuzzFeed did a video. BuzzFeed is a uh they do videos, sometimes social comedy. There's sometimes just joke. All of it's usually funny or usually poignant or bring up a good topic. But they got 27 they, this one was 27 questions f- for black people from black people. And they uh, assembled a crack task of young coon ass niggas, young Republican Stacey Dash newsletter subscribing Moon Cricket Jive Turkey. Yes, uh, they picked the um the people that would be on a black sitcom for on NBC. Um, the Black Friends Group, NBC. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. A black tech company where black people are getting ahead. In the white man's world. <laughs> I'd watch that. <laughs> Coming to the WB. Yeah. Tech Negroes. Uh, so, you know what? Instead of telling you why we don't like it, we're just going to ask answer the 25 questions that these motherfuckers thought was okay. I don't know. I, I, I wish the video would have been actually would have been better if they answered these questions. Yeah. So, here goes question number one. Why is it so hard to be on time? Ha ha. Way <laughs> to bring up painful stereotypes, you red bastard. Way to bring up. And a lot of these questions sound like they were from 80s, uh, 80 uh, uh, jokes that somebody was about to do on stand up and shit like that. This dude said it was like somebody, this was a comic view. <laughs> like this was ripped from comic view. First and foremost, do you know black people with jobs? I do. Do you? Yeah, I mean the people in the video have jobs, right? And they exactly. have to be on. They have to be on time for. They them. have to be on time. That's some fucking stereotype. And and then let's keep it all the way lit. And then people are like, well, what comes about events and stuff like that? I'm like, every race is late to events. All people of color, and I don't mean black people. I mean Mexicans, Filipinos, Asians. They're always late as shit. And white people invented the shit, but they call it something different. They call it fashionably late. Yeah, your kid's birthday party is going to last 12 hours. You don't have to be there at one. Exactly. It's, it's fashionably late when Ofe do it, but when we do it, you're going to ask us in front of you. You're going to put it. First of all, you put us on blast in front of everybody. What the fuck was that thinking? Yeah, actually, yeah. All this business is this is in house business. 
You don't, exactly. You don't, you don't do that. You don't, you don't talk do about that. business in front of the house. It's family business and shit like that. Number two, from this coon ass motherfucker. If my dab is on fleek, am I lit? Ha <laughs> ha. Why, why can't you guys just use the Kingman's English and make up these 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 zany words? I don't know what you you mean. What what what? Am I on fleek? What does that even mean? I I I I. I hate how they use teenage culture. And I know rappers, old ass rappers are talking about this, but this is some teenage shit uh, that they're using. First of all, Fleek and Lit is some teenage shit and everything. Yes, the dab is Migos and all them motherfuckers, but them dudes are on drugs, so I don't care about what they say. They do not represent my culture at all, except for that part that doesn't represent my culture at all. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> you coon. That's how I answer that question. Shut up, you coon. If my dab is on the Fleek and my Lit. Carlton ass thing. Hey, you know what? Never mind. I wouldn't even say it. My bad. Talking about Carlton. Carlton was a G. Yeah, he was. I love when he told uh, OG Bobby Johnson, I ain't got to impress you. I don't want to be in your club. I'm rich, <laughs> bitch. Just because I talk with good diction don't mean I don't. Anyway. I'm jumping the same hurdles you are, exactly. my brother. But I do it looking way better. <laughs> this is polo. Bitch, what is that? <laughs> what are those? What are those? Here's a stupid one. Why is it a problem if I like anime? This one hit he, close to home for us. It did. I'm like, so we can't. What? Am I wrong? What's What's happening here? And you, you I loved your answer for this question actually. So I want you to answer. I it. was like, the only place it's cool to like anime is in Japan. Like, <laughs> and, and let me explain to myself. It's like if you're a Mexican and you like anime, your Mexican father's like, what the fuck is this shit? If you're black, you like anime. Your black father's like, what the fuck is this shit? If you white and you like anime, they're like, what the fuck is this shit? Anime is a nerd thing. It's you, like you get ostracized and made fun of no matter no matter what, man. It's that's not, like it's saying, a, why is it not cool for black people to like Dungeons and Dragons? Because it's Dungeons and fucking Dragons. It's, it's not. It's not cool. That's it's, universally uncool. Period. I, no one. No one. No matter how cool, like Billy D. Williams cannot play Dungeons and Dragons in the seventies and still be like, and that'd be like a cool thing. That'd be like, oh, that's a nerd thing he likes to do, but it's still Billy D. Williams. D20, but that's a nerd thing. D twenty six. All right. All right. Exactly. Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> trying to sell me Mobile Strike, and I still won't play that shit. Come the fuck on. All right. Why do black people look at your shoes before they greet you? Uh, I assume they're hanging out at high school dances. <laughs> Can yeah. I do this one? Yes, go ahead, please. This question is stupid as fuck. This is a question like a chick with an amazing rack, double D's and up, and just fine, just fine, or just imagine a fine rack. A fine rack on a on a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Go on. And that's her saying. That's just like just like her saying, "Why do guys look at my breasts before they look at me?" Because that's an amazing rack. If you got some amazing shoes on, I might look at your damn shoes. Or if they lighten up like a five year old, I might like, "Oh my god, your shoes are so cute." Nobody does that shit. I don't care about your J's. Nobody cares about your shoes unless they're fucking fresh. You got some rhinestones on some fucking knee high cowboy boots. I might look at the shoes for. They're flashy and shit like that. Does he have a problem with people looking at his shoes? Maybe does, he, does he, does he maybe feels, he wore Velcros. Does he feel? <laughs> <laughs> or you have on Velcros, uh, and we like, is he special? See previous previous episodes from our comments on Velcro. I just think they're more practical, and more people <laughs> should are, use Velcro. They are, they are. Although people might question your intelligence. Exactly. I just don't, I just don't like falling down, and I hate tying my shoes. That's all. I'm like, do you wear bright pink door slippers? That's the only reason why somebody would really look at your shoes, unless you bought a two hundred dollar pair of Jordans. And you want people to look at your shoes. Yes, but he's 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 making the implication that people are going to say, "What are those?" If you're not wearing two hundred dollars Jordans, that's w- which which is once again a hurtful coon. St- a hurtful coon 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 coon, 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 coon. stereotype. Coon, coon, coon. 
why are we most likely to get engaged to get engaged in the recent dance trend than we are to get involved in business or politics? This question actually made me stop the video the first time. I was too pissed off to even complete it. I almost slipped over the table. <laughs> like Jesus did. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm, I, I'm like, Vic. Vic, what's happening? I started tweeting everybody. I'm like, what? What is it? This is some bullshit. What is? What is happening? First and fuck? foremost, we, we can't start businesses and we can't dance. Of course, we start motherfucking dance studios and we can start business. What if you have own a fucking dance studio? What the fuck? Go on, Vic. I didn't want to stop you. You went on one. Um, there was a thing called Black Wall Street where we had a, a Wall Street and there was only black people. We did that. They burned it down. We were kind of weary about doing anything. Like I'm pretty sure there are the the next Malcolm X and the next Martin Luther King has came and go a thousand times but it's, it's like hard to be that next political guy and scared like what happens when you get too much power or your business gets too big somebody's gonna take you over or kill your ass and i'm not that's not my point we do own businesses we own a lot of business and you're like what rap companies no you dick there's a lot of businesses there's a black enterprise magazine that's been around for years and it tells you about black business owners, black entrepreneurs. Don't just think of P. Diddy. First of all, you're a coon. <laughs> and honestly, I think people are reading. I think other people, other races, I'm not going to name any, might have wrote some of these questions down. Or are you just a coon? Maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. What's the next one? When... Why did watermelon become our thing? I mean, like, shouldn't everyone love watermelon? This is okay. It took me three times to watch this video. <laughs> I made it this far again. We only got to six, and then I stopped. That's not our thing. It was put upon us. It was put upon us with racist advertising for the most part. And like, racist yeah. movie and people she like. First of all, watermelon's good. I don't eat watermelon in public because this is shit like that. Because stupid ass questions like this. This question is the reason why I don't like eating watermelon in public or bananas. I told you how I eat my bananas, though. Yeah. I don't like, <laughs> I don't like bananas at all because yeah. of that. So that's not our thing. It was put upon us as racist shit. Just like we're scared of ghosts and shit. Go, 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 ghosts. Why are black people scared of good ghosts? Why do you get upset when I don't like a black celebrity? I just threw my pen. It's it's okay not to like a black celebrity. I don't even know what he means. I think he means like like Stacey Dash. Or- I, I think they be like... You don't like that new Usher album? What the fuck? You don't like Kevin Hart? First of all, who do you hang around with? I keep saying first of all. I'm tired of saying that. Who do you hang around with that gets upset, gets mad? Me me and Kenan argue all the time about shit. You don't like this? I can't believe you don't like this. And we'll give each other. We'll have debates about it. We're not mad. Yeah, there's there's no fighting. There's no table flipping. I mean, I generally think he's wrong sometimes, but... We're not mad. It's just, you don't like some people. Yeah. I don't like reality TV. I hate reality TV. Don't put that on me like I like it. No, I'm not talking to you. I'm Jeez. just saying, I hate reality TV. See, I will see, not watch reality TV. You see, TV. we just argued right there. I will not watch that shit, and I hate that shit. I think it's the most coonish shit in the world until I saw this BuzzFeed video. <laughs> reality TV looks like the Huxtables. <laughs> Back when it was just all good and we didn't know anything. All Gordon, right. Gordon Gartrell. All right. Why do we call it? Oh, is that right? Why do we call each other the N-word, but get mad when white people use the N-word? The, to quote ignorant black people, because 400 years of slavery. I almost, I'm almost amazed this is a real question, and like that people still have to ask this in 2016. <laughs> Be, because it's empowering to take back a word that, that was used. 
for many years, many years as a, as a hurtful expletive. And, and white people can't say it be, be, because of systemic racism. In short. Can, can we leave it at that one? Yeah. Because you're a coon. That's my, my, my answer for a lot of these. <laughs> Number nine. Why is my natural hair seen as a political statement? Uh, I would say it, it kind of is because I, I wear I wear an afro, and it's it's kind of to say, uh, "Fuck it, look at my hair." So <laughs> it's washed. Yeah, and yeah, I do wash it. Don't ask me, but don't ask me what kind of conditioner I use. <laughs> do you use white or black conditioner? <laughs> uh, somebody did ask I actually me bought that. black yeah. conditioner one time, and I was like, you know what? I'll buy a nine nine cinch too for now on. <laughs> Do you really believe black is beautiful? The way they asked it in such like a condescending way was was offensive. They're like, you know you're ugly. <laughs> Bleach your skin, you wide nosed, mouth breathing son of a bitch. Uh, uh, number twelve, or is that something you you say just to sound cool? Which is it? I'm like, come on, guys, you guys are reaching with these questions. Can you just make it like twenty two? Why do you? Why do some people say you're pretty for a dark skinned girl? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to get through all of these. We can do this okay, next the, episode. We, we can we can skip. You want to just skip ahead? Because no, um, no, no, no. Okay, we're gonna okay, be like half okay, over. Okay. Then we're gonna be done with this because okay, it's dragging okay. on. Okay, but I'm like this. Like this is the retarded shit. And like matter of fact, if four people's access to finish, if, all right, tweet us if you want us to finish this shit because this is a shit. Like all right, so actually, I'm just gonna go to like some of the streets of like. Dark skinned girl. Why do some black men only date white women? It's because I live in Concord. Leave me alone. <laughs> Why is it okay for black men to date white women, but it's not okay for black women to white date white w- outside of their race? It's called California. We do that shit all the time, and no one turns a bl- eye at it. Except for reasons. Uh, this is some shit. Like I could, I, I, I thought we could go through all this shit, but all of these are such infuriating, and they, they, they cause so much emotion, like because you're like cood, 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 cood. What the fuck? Nah, but you're right. It's funny because we were gonna go through the whole list, but every answer is like because white supremacy, almost, almost all. And why do you hate yourself? Why is growing up with a father so common within our race? Why would you say that out fucking loud? How about that question? I don't have. Do they? Maybe they don't have internet at Buzzfeed. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Why is being educated considered a white thing? Why can't I love school and also be black? Why can't you look at a fucking map <laughs> or some shit like that? Why is there no HBCUs in the, in the South? Wait. There are. Oh, wait. That's a thing. That's crazy, right? How there's, there's schools, literally colleges, many of them based around that? Oh, okay. <sighs> All right. Goodbye, BuzzFeed. It was it was great. Thank you for this. I gift. couldn't even do that. Thank you for this gift of anger this week. We really we really appreciate it. Like this might not even be good radio. We might have to scratch this off. We might. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, did you do you want to just get into our movie news, or do you want to take a break? Uh, let's take a break because I have a question to ask. I okay. got a what? Okay, BRB. Hey everybody, we're back again. Are you still here, Vic? You ready for this? Adventure? Yeah. All right. Good. Good. Let's talk. We about just did some editing. Thank God the power of internet radio. Yeah, it's amazing. Let's talk about movies and stuff. Let's talk about movies. Uh, just a quick little note. Uh, so somebody asked J.J. Abrams about uh, Ray's parents from Star Wars. And he said in a cool little hinty thingy that kind of hurt my feelings that Ray's parents were not in Episode 7. 
and that kind of like, is he fucking with me? I think he might be fucking with us a little bit because you said that then her parents aren't as important as you think they are, or is he like doing like a ten Cloverfield Lane kind of thing? Like, oh, they weren't in it, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. Yeah, Maybe. so I don't know what to think about that. I don't, I don't, either way, it's, it's working, and I'm I'm, I'm still excited to see. Because she's the she's next one. she's she's shaping up to be the most powerful Jedi in history. Because uh, she was doing Jedi shit, the likes of Jedi shit that without any training and shit like that. So I'm like, and then her background is pretty dope. But we'll see. This is like new age Star Wars kind of thing. So yeah, she was a better pilot than uh, Luke Skywalker was. Oh yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that too. So I picked up uh, Poe Dameron number one and Black Panther number one at uh, Flying Colors this week. How did that segue to anything? Poe Dameron, he's Oscar Isaac, the pilot, oh. of Force Awakens. He got his own comic book. Yeah. Disney getting that money. Hell yeah, they're taking my money every which way. Damn, they be shit. <laughs> and your son loves mouse. <laughs> it, it's, it's game. It's game over. All right. So. Oh, we just watched the Suicide Squad trailer. That was pretty. That was cool. That was fucking nice, right? It was. I I didn't think I was going to be excited about it. Like but it was a good fucking trailer. Of course, they blew the load I already. Th- yeah, I think I saw Crockett his head cut in half. I'm like, oh, that's. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Batman on top of the pink Lambo. Oh, we saw that a while ago. Oh. Uh, but yeah, they did kind of blow it. I wish that was a secret. And then like they they said it like a few weeks like a week ago that there's more Batman in the movie than we're letting on. I was like, you could have surprised us. You could have surprised us. You could have surprised us. DC thinks that people don't like surprises. They're like, any sort of surprise is going to lead or to, after a, credits. to a heart attack. I know they don't like after credits. They should just copy Marvel in that aspect. You know what the funny part is? Um, Marvel didn't invent after credit things. Uh, funny part is, a friend of mine was talking, and he was like, there's a 30-second clip of uh the Lex Luthor, Jesse Eisenberg, talking to one of Darkseid's minions that they cut out the movie and it explained exactly how he knew that Dark Cell's rise, like a, a Dark Side was coming. How like Damn, a two and a half hour movie and they couldn't put thirty more seconds. Thirty in second it? clip explained every it, it was the connection to how he knew Dark Side coming and why he did a lot of things. It explained so much in the movie, thirty second clip, they thought it was too much. That makes a lot of sense because a lot of their decisions didn't make any damn sense. Thirty second clip of him talking to a wall, and it shows. It even shows Darkseid's planet. It shows Apocalypse in the background. That would have been so tight. That, that damn round have made the movie for me. I, went, I was hoping Darkseid. It would have made sense of how he knew who the fuck Darkseid was. Because a lot of people didn't. Twenty years of comic knowledge. Yeah. Uh, ooh, shots fired. But yeah, my friend told me that, and I was like, thirty second movie, thirty seconds, and that kind of would have brought my rating of the movie up a little bit because that would just explain something. Any sort of sense being made would be great. Any um, sort of sense. Did you see Doctor Strange trailer? Teaser, yeah. Teaser trailer? Liked it. What did you What you think? Um, I like the chick that was in it. Uh, And this is why I like the chick. I can't name anything else she was in, but I know <laughs> she was the bad angel in Constantine. <laughs> that's, all, that's all you need because that was funny you say that because that was another uh androgynous character that mm-hmm. she played which is kind of androgynous in this one mm-hmm. uh, the uh, thing is she loves dick yeah she loves it oh i bet i bet loves um, the penis but bbc's did you think that she looked a little bit nope nope we haven't got to that part yet 
A little bit. Okay, I won't, yeah, say, okay, I won't say it. I won't say it yet. Okay. In a related story, <laughs> we're about to put it together. In a related story, uh, <laughs> Scarlett Johansson is going to play a lead role in Ghost in the Shell. And I, I'm not saying I know anything about Ghost in the Shell. I've never seen it. Molly have seen it. Don't know what the hell I was watching. But she's going to play a lead character. And this brings us to the 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 term yellow facing. Yes. Yellow facing. It's when white people put on Asian tint makeup <laughs> to seem Asianier in a movie. Now, Scarlett wasn't like full on yellow face, but mm-hmm. her hair was definitely Asian, mm-hmm. just like her character is Japanese in the movie. Mm-hmm. Because there's no good Asian actors. You know, it's funny you say that because the uh, the producer of the movie today he actually said that there's no good Asian actresses. I'm like, uh, have you seen movies before? There's I mean, people you, you don't even know that's Asian and Asian actresses. I mean, there's there's IMDb. It's a it's a thing. I'm, you could actually get a Japanese person that speaks English. I'm like, if only. And they, I swear to God, they they think, they think actresses and actors sell movies. <laughs> that's another part of the uh, the thing that's going on. Is that people saying like, oh, you know, nobody will see it if uh, Scarlett Johansson's not in it. Put it. Let's 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 just do a little highest grossing box office movies of all times. <laughs> like, yeah, Leonardo was Leonardo, but he didn't sell the Titanic. Somehow they sold that movie. Because yeah, who's who's in Avatar? Exactly. Who the fuck's in Avatar? J- who who is that? <clears throat> who is this funny talking dude, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Who, who is who is this Chris Hemworth fellows in this Thor movie? Who is this? Like, I can't. I'm blown away. Who is this Harvey C- Cable guy that played Superman? He played fucking Superman. Yeah, and we never heard of him. So actually, yeah, that's a good point. That names don't really make movies like that. Sure, Robert Downey Jr. So Iron Man, but only, only, only reason why Robert Downey Jr. was great at Iron Man because Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. Period. Oh, oh yeah, it definitely does help, and you definitely still have to have acting skill. But a name, name won't really make name. Like that. Chris Evans. Really didn't sell Captain America. It was just he was perfect for the role and shit like that. I didn't know who the fuck uh, dude that did Batman was before he did Batman. Oh, Christian Bell. Christian Bell. Yeah. I know who he was, but I mean, that wasn't a big old blockbuster name that they pulled in and shit like that. No, not exactly. Not at all. I mean, Denzel Washington sold. Uh, okay, black names to sell you a movie. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. Black names will sell you in a movie, but you still won't put black people in shit. Even though Fast Seven was the most diverse film and one of the highest grossing films uh, ever, because uh, like Star Wars, like eighty five percent of the cast is diverse, and Star Wars, like even your lead role, Vin Diesel, not Paul Walker. Paul Walker probably might be black. If I look him up right now, he probably got some black or Chinese in him. Vin Diesel's half black, and they don't want to tell you that shit. That's a secret. <laughs> and he's got a twin brother. What? No, no, seriously, he does have a twin brother. Vin Vin Diesel. <laughs> I forgot what his name, but it's like twin twin too. Damn, that's tight. I didn't yeah. know that. We gotta do celebrity twins one day. <laughs> We're just gonna read off celebrities that have twins. Yep. That's, celebrities that's that have twins. And that's it. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening. And, this week. and it's only a few famous, <laughs> famous one. I know. I know. Brad Pitt has Brad has Doug Pitt, and he looks like a Doug. It's <laughs> not fair. Uh, did you see the? Uh, they released a name for Spider-Man, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, and you were telling me why this was awesome. Yeah, it is awesome because it's like a popular storyline 
with uh Tony and um Iron Man. Tony and Iron Man. Tony, Tony and yeah. Tony and Cap. Is it like uh Sagi and Humpty Hum, two different people? Yeah. <laughs> this is your chance to do the Avenging. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, the, it's a it's a popular storyline with uh the Avengers in it. So I think and I think that kinda that kinda means what we're gonna get in the movie probably. It's Spider Man in high school and with the Avengers in it. And you 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 talk me off a ledge because I'm so tired of high school Spider Man. We've never seen high school Spider Man in movies. Yes, we have. When? All of them. He started in high school. Started. He's he's in high school in Amazing Spider Man for about ten minutes. He's in both of them. They graduated in number two. I don't know, man. <laughs> you just not caring anymore. Those movies suck, dicks. <laughs> the first one he was in high school. I mean, the first Spider Man with Tobey Maguire. I think I think he also graduated high school for like ten minutes in that movie. But I can't, I can't remember because those movies are so bad. They really. I, I hate, like the first Amazing Spider Man. That was the best. I, Spider- I, I, I the first hate, Amazing Spider Man was the best Spider. I hate movie. every Spider Man film with a passion. Good job. They're awful. I like the first Spider Man. Spider Man Three is my. Favorite. I actually like the first Spider Man movie. And now you're being a troll. I'm there. No, it's, it's the best one. That's Spider Man Three is when I kind of gave up. Keanu Reeves news. When I gave up all hope and I just let and my, I'm gonna just let it happen. <laughs> Are we done with our movie stuff? Uh, yeah. All right. Do we, do you have Keanu Reeves news this week? Yeah, 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 yeah. My yeah. favorite Keanu Reeves. So Comic Con happened, and <laughs> so there it's not been confirmed yet. It doesn't even need to be confirmed. I believe it. This is one of those things. I just you know what? I believe it. I don't care. Whatever. Take my money. So they show like a, a minute trailer and the Keanu Reeves new movie, uh, John Wick 2. And there was like the body count was like 12 already in like a minute. And there's like they've upped the kill count in John Wick 2. And it's like, how is that fucking possible? He's upset this time. Yeah. Keanu <laughs> said that John Wick went through a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. Take my money. Exactly. So uh, that's our kind of reason. It's going to be even shootier. -er. (laughs) Words. Wickier? (laughs) Yep. John Wick 2. Now he's pissed. (laughs) I was like, if they had named that, I'd be like, fuck. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of wickier, I hope, um, I wish Will Smith would go back to the days of him making movie soundtrack songs. Trolled you. You, Don't tell me you didn't enjoy, like, Here Come the Men in Black or Wiki Wild Wild West. You know what I want to do a top 10? I'm saying it right now. Top 10 most played out songs of all time. Suey Suey Suicide Squad. Wow. Text him. He'll do it. <laughs> the streets need you. Um, He'll be like, I knew the streets needed me. I, actually, <laughs> I, I do want to do most played out songs. I'm just going to say California Love off top. Man, that was my number one. I never Thong wanted, song. I never want to hear that shit again in my life. Thong song. I still feel like thong song has some comedic value for me. <laughs> played out, though. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, one of mine was uh, Lil Troy, Wanna Be a Baller, <laughs> Shot Caller. RP. I hated that one, and I hated the uh, the Gucci's Man. Ah, so, so I see. I hated that song. That song is pretty, but he's coming home soon. He's coming home. Free Gucci. Welcome back, old friend. Brr. Hope. Yeah. Oh, I'm a Gucci fan. I'm, I'm a Gucci fan. I hate it so icy, though. And D Spit, shout out to D Spit. Oh, shout out to Robert Moore 2020. I'm a terrible correspondent, but I will get back to you. Hope you haven't lost interest in the show. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> Not you, Robert. Shout out to Ric Flair of the Four Horsemen. Uh, shout out to Christian Coutella, which you said I should stop doing because we're advertising. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Did I get all my shout outs out of the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have I have two myself. Um, shout out to Parmesan Cheese. 
Nice. And um, Lenovo. Shout out to your dog with eye ti- Alzheimer's because it's every time I come to the door, <laughs> she barks like I'm I'm about to I'm about to take your child, and then she sits on my lap. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Don't come in here." Oh wait, sorry, it's you. it's it's you. <laughs> can, I, can I get you, Steve? You're alive. Oh, <laughs> it's been so many years. Can I get Can I get you some water? <laughs> Let me show you around. Like this is the baby. Like yeah, I know. All right. Uh, do you do you want to take a break and then and then we'll get our t- into the top five? Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. All right. Let's get into our top five for this week, which is top five animated theme songs of all time. You know, songs that get stuck in your heart. Songs that may have been accompanied by a sugary cereal. Mm-hmm. Songs that convince you to uh, give over a lot of your hard-earned money. And time on Saturday mornings. Yeah. Uh, iconic as only what these wor- these five could be uh, Dis- described describe as. Descri- described as. Describe, yes. Yes, I like that. And we are seeing whose is more iconic than the other ones because this is always a competition. So yeah, once again let us know who won. Let let me know that I won for sure. He's going to put up the poll this time. Oh, I put it up last week, but no but nobody cared. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I yell at our audience. You guys are dicks. I know, please. We like we like audience participation except for corrections, we don't like that. Okay, this is bullshit. <laughs> Unless you want to tell me how good my diction has been. Some of you ladies out there know how good my diction is. I'm going to pause for a minute after that. All right. All right. Yeah. Would you like to start with yours first? Number five. Wait, I didn't put him in. Any- no, we no, we did, uh, We flipped the coin, and then I I, I deferred. Okay, hold on. I, I'm, All right. I'm, I'm, okay, go ahead. Go, you go. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, My number five is uh my friend and a whole lot more. The one and only Denver, the last dinosaur. Oh, if you're not familiar with this show, it was about a, um, a dinosaur who was unfrozen, a la Encino Man, mm-hmm. the Ben and Fraser classic. And uh, these kids who wore uh, Hawaiian shirts in bold colors had a dinosaur and played the guitar. I don't know what happened in the cartoon, but the theme song was pretty cool. Uh. Cool, I win already. Uh, I'm gonna go with X Men. Wolverine has his claws, and there's Professor. The reason why it's bottom on my list because it is bald. He they didn't have music. I added my own lyrics to that. and and. I'm I'm a little bit pissed off because you went with the big guns already, and that and that was, I'll say I'm there for later. But you know what? I'm gonna edit my shit on the fly. <laughs> nice. You. He's like, he's the kind of guy that you rap uh, <laughs> first, <laughs> and then he's outside of the video writing. See a bunch of racer marks on the ground. And he comes. He 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 he's gonna LL Cool J I'm, me. I'm like, no. But when my coat come in, my wall flips a four sixty. <laughs> Uh-huh. He's gonna LL Cool J me. Can yeah, I, I'm yeah. gonna rob my. Can I borrow that? <laughs> you don't want to borrow this. You want to idolize. He's like nigga, it was a compliment. The Great, fuck? Greatest rapper of all time. Boom. Yeah, that's whatever. Nah, uh, but X Men just because that that sound, those sounds 
got you juice for some shit that was about to happen. Hell it yeah. was always about to go down on X-Men. It wasn't like Dragon Ball Z to where it was going down in five episodes. Some Pre- shit was going down. Previously on X-Men. The Sentinels were killing everybody. They sure did. This is for you, Morph. Gene. You know it was funny how how bad like how big they made the Sentinels in uh <laughs> in the movies. <laughs> but Wolverine tore through Sentinels in the cartoon. Well, in the in the movie they were like nine feet tall. And, it, and they it, had superpowers and shit like that. They were like were super mutants. But like they were never a problem in the like they were <laughs> They were never a problem. They're like, oh, Sentinels! Uh, Holy shit, Magneto's come running. I liked, I liked how in the cartoon there was it's the, the ninja rule and the and the Sentinel rule. You know the rule? It's an inverse inverse ninja and inverse Sentinel rule. No, whatever. Uh, the rule is that if there's one Sentinel, it's gonna be a big ass problem. But if there's fifty thousand Sentinels, oh, you're gonna wash them pretty easily. <laughs> yeah. So that man, that song still today kind of like uh, I fast forwarded to the uh, the. The Phoenix Saga. Which is actually going to be the plot for the next no, X-Men no, film. No, no. I know. They're going to they're try to reboot the no, Phoenix Saga. No. No. I know the X-Men movies are bad. You agree. We no. think we both, we both agree well, on that. Why would you fast forward to that? How about you try and make them good, then go to the... That's your money punch. They don't know. They don't know what they're doing, man. You can't lead with. I know you can't lead with that. That's like what the next episode is the Phoenix Force where he Cyclops kills Professor X. Damn. Actually, I want to see Phoenix Cyclops movies. Maybe we can get that. I don't, I don't, I maybe, don't, maybe. I don't okay, I'm ready to do my number four now. Yeah. You, you, you honestly, you kind of, you kind of fucked me up here. But I'm gonna go with, uh, with Captain Planet. He's a hero. He took pollution down to zero. He's going to take pollution down to zero. He, he's our powers magnified. And get this, he's fighting on our planet side, Saeed. And if you ever, the, and yeah. the power is yours. Let me finish. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. And if you never noticed, the ethnic kids from the Magic School Bus are the kids from Captain Planet. Have I ever showed you that picture? They sure are. <laughs> Continuity, they're in the same universe. Exactly. That was a great cartoon universe right there. They were on Magic School Buses, which led them to becoming magical planeteers. Whoever, uh, Captain Planet himself was literally a garbage-ass hero because you could defeat him with garbage. Mm-hmm. Garbage. Which, like, which, which is Your one weakness is the thing you're fighting for. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's like if Superman weakness was hope. Oh no! It's 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 just too it's just or Martha. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up, blood? Well, you got a problem with me, cuz? Nah, is your mom's name Martha by any chance? Oh, my bad, gang truce. Oh, okay, we're best friends. Let us eat ice cream. All right, my number four is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Turtles in a half shell. Turtle power. It was Heroes in a Half Shell, actually, so oh. you, you lost because you had an incorrect lyric. Like you did? Well, I guess not. All right. <laughs> oh, we're taking that rule back. Luckily, I wrote 15 uh, themes on here because that was on my list as well. You can use the same list. But uh, well, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, because, first of all, they were playing some instruments in that fucking theme. So. They sure were. I imagine the turtles were actually playing them. It's huh. a fan, fan theory I've been working on. Uh, I believe... Michelangelo probably could play a mean axe because somebody was playing a mean axe in there, or he was a dope ass drummer. Or, or, or I'd also go with Donatello being a producer because he's pretty smart. Yeah. Hey, which which uh, turtle was your favorite, by the way? Michelangelo. He's a party dude. You've asked me this before on the show. I, I listen, man. People, maybe people. He's like, I don't listen to this shit. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we're saying on this? <laughs> I black out before I do this. I pop a couple Zannies, drink some boat, and go on air. Yeah, man. I'm on so many bars right now. Exactly. Uh, 
when did it become cool to be a knock though? Like all these dudes on these synthetic drugs and these shit, and I'm like, mm, we we called you guys knocks in my neighborhood. But, you guys weren't cool. But then anyway, I, but they're not really on drugs. Remember how Future said that he did, he's like, oh no, actually I don't engage in any narcotics. I just I just make music about it. So anyway, then no, I but, hate, I'm sorry, that's a, it's a tangent. Is it your tangent. is it your turn now? Uh no, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, that that okay. shit was iconic. Again, you hear that shit. That shit was like, you, do you if you ever own cats and two and stairs? Yes. Like if your cat was upstairs in your room and you start checking the bag, how they bend corners to come like that. That if I heard that <laughs> shit upstairs, Teenage Mutant, like I'm tripping to get down the steps to watch fucking Ninja Turtles with cereal bowl of cereal. Oh, that, that's a good one. Okay, now that I see that you're in, you're not talking around here, I'm about to play out the big guns. All right. With that G.I. Joe, the real American hero. Mm-hmm. G.I. Joe is there. The, this was a cartoon that was uh, purely made to <laughs> to get little kids to enlist mm-hmm. in the armed forces. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it works for a lot of us. But but there's a catchy-ass theme song. Mm-hmm. They're the real American hero, and G.I. Joe was there. They threw a lot of America at Joe. Over land and sea and air. They covered all that shit. All their, yeah. bases, all their bases were covered. Like... With barbecue, shipwreck, road, roadblock, sand, sand, sand hose, gardener, hoback, <laughs> snake eyes. <laughs> Who's your favorite GI Joe? Um, snake eyes. Yeah, snake eyes is pretty dope. I was gonna say roadblock, but he was racist as fuck. The ninjas, he, or I mean, because the ninjas. Oh, but you know what? Despite that racism, GI Joe was uh, kind of socially conscious because the black ninja was the good one and the white ninja was evil. Storm Shadow. Hmm. Huh? Really makes you mm-hmm. think, huh? Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Huh? Proceed. Life is like a hurricane here in Duckburg. Drops pin. Ducktails. I, mean, I feel like you were just looking over my shoulder the whole nope. this, this whole you son of a bitch. Not, not tails, oh, duck. First of all, the danger lurks behind you. There's danger out too. That first of all, it was like what they they picked. They they picked like. Some up and coming eighties artists, eighties, nineties artists to make that <laughs> shit. Because DuckTales was a funky ass thing. I'm not gonna so lie, that shit, like that. that shit was lit. And it still it still is today. That shit is funky as all hell. You, you can play it anywhere. I just sometimes I play it in my car and I just roll down my windows. And if if I see anybody that's like around our age ballpark, they'll, they'll look and be like, Yeah. And here's the thing about DuckTales is it took us it took me to like Adult years to realize, even if I had a pool full of gold, I couldn't swim through it like a Scrooge McDuck. You would, you would just break all your limbs, man. <laughs> like, a good time. <laughs> I <had> swam <laughs> through gold, and like the shit, Huey, Dewey, Louie, the triplets. We never put together they were triplets, but hey. Uh, where was where was their dad? What was going on with that situation? Hey, hey, would you rather live with your dad or Uncle Scrooge? <laughs> I don't know, man. Because even though he was a stingy <laughs> bastard, he loved the fuck out of his boys, he, man. Hey, he took good care of him, man. He took really good care of him. We had a launch pad. Uh, any landing you walk away from was a good landing. Man. <laughs> he he employed an idiot who wasn't very good at his job. So yeah. I guess he was a good dude overall. Yeah, know? he was. He wasn't like the Scrooge from uh, the uh, Christmas Carol. I mean, uh, is it Christmas Carol? No. Oh, uh, you know what? Not before, whatever, the Christmas story. It was probably his his brother. You know, he had a drug problem. He's, yeah. like, he's like, look, you know what? Just get out of Duckburg for a, li- a minute. Clean yourself up. I'm going to take care of your kids, all right? And it, it 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 spawned a cartoon spinoff, Darkwing Duck, which also had a dope ass theme song. It did, which is an excellent fucking segue <laughs> because that is mine. All right, sing a little, hum, hum a few bars for me. Darkwing Duck, let's get dangerous. dangerous. Another nineties. Fi- I'm pretty sure that was the same damn band. <laughs> they were just like, hey, 
and here's some more money, here's some cocaine, bang out some more duck hits, <laughs> bang out some more duck hits. Bro, could you imagine the the uh, the uh, E True Hollywood story? <laughs> Disney theme song. <laughs> yeah, hey. man, we just getting that Disney money, Disney bitches and shit like that. Hey, we we've been in here for three weeks straight. <laughs> we, they didn't use our gargoyles theme, and they're like, when there's gargoyles out to find you, something, something, turn the rock. Either way, uh, give us some money. Oh, because then. Rescue Rangers was also a dope-ass theme song. Yes, it was. So, yeah. Oh, what was that one with the uh, kid Cloud Kicker and Bubaloo? The Jungle Book? They, the Jungle Book spinoff until he was a pilot, he was a pilot and shit like that? You just said it. Uh, Tailspin. No, that's Tailspin. I said Rescue Rangers. Damn, they had fire back then. The hell they did. Tailspin, Darkwing, Ducks. Holy shit, that was fire. Tailspin kind of confused me because it was like Jungle Book characters, but but in like the Prohibition era. <laughs> I'm like, all right, this is a good idea, but it doesn't make any sense. All right, um, number number two, is we're in two. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Wait, are we on two? I, I, I said Duck Two. I, I, okay. okay, all right. So number two is your favorite theme song and hairstyle. Okay. Uh, no, number two. Okay, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> trying to read my mind and you're doing bad. Yeah. Number two, uh, a lot of, in the 90s, a lot of theme songs tried to have rap music as their theme song and it just went terribly. I hate rapping for a cause. Like, don't rap to uh, feed kids. Don't rap to get me to Jesus. Just rap to tell me, to make me dumber. All right? I don't want rap. I don't want rap with a message unless it's message rap. If it makes any sense. Yeah, don't yeah, rap yeah. about me. I should save the planet. Hey, yo, you need to save the planet. Because destruction, we live here. I hate that shit. Yeah, I'd agree. But one guy dropped some bars on us. Timmy Turner. Fairly our parents. Yeah, Optuse, Rubber Goose, Green Groove, Mocking Goose. Bro, so uh, Fairly our parents. Our parents, Fairly our parents. It had a jazzy thing. A lot of stuff was going on. And then Timmy Turner dropped bars. Yeah, he did, actually. <laughs> bars. And so... And that's one of my favorite cartoon shows. And like, if you got me a favorite show when I'm an adult, and you go up there with my all time, you're pretty fucking awesome. And your theme song was dope, and you had a pink hat. That was my number two. Fairly Odd Parents. Okay, I'm ready to uh, go bar for bar with you. Mm-hmm. We're here in uh, round three, but our number two. Uh, my number two is Transformers: Robots in Disguise. They're here to battle. The Wait, evil is forces. One. The evil forces. I thought for- you were in front of me. Okay, number one then. Fine. Okay, <laughs> he okay. just goes sneak another one in there. Damn, he's yeah. cold. I was hoping you wouldn't notice. <laughs> My man, Keen one. He he used seven theme songs. <laughs> he even he didn't even see. <laughs> Um, but yeah, my number one is Transformers. I have, I, I'm a big Transformers fan. In case you didn't know, I have it inked on my body. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't give a motherfucker. Along with Thug Life. Yeah, of course, inside on my chest. That and Autobots. But I'm sure you remember this theme song. Mm-hmm. They would battle the evil forces. It was a classic '80s theme song. It, it was. It was '80s as hell. Mm-hmm. And it, it brainwashed me to this day. Um, it had uh, Roger and Zap on there. Robots <laughs> in this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's there a lot of auto tune on it. <laughs> And uh, robots doing backflips and changing into cassette recorders and not making any sense. <laughs> they sold a lot of toys. But man, that was that was one of the greatest tour commercials that hypnotized me to this day. <laughs> and, and not not just me because the Transformers movies are doing pretty well. Oh my I wish it was made uh, more of an imprint when I like uh, more of a thud when I hit my head on the mic because I did it like seven times this episode. 
Um, my number one again. So toys. This is the reason why I formed my uh, R and B. I mean, karaoke group JVC. Uh, the greatest theme song ever. I want to be the very best, like no one ever was. To catch them is my return. To train them is my cause. Uh, uh, it's too much. That was like, no, that wasn't. That wasn't Luther Vandross singing in the mic. That was me singing Pokemon. I do not know the second verse of that song, but that first verse is fire. It is. I'm, I'm motivated right now. <laughs> Bro, he said he want to be the very best, like no one ever was. Catch them is my realtor. To train them in for calls. I played that for Cole the other day. And he That's st- a lullaby. He, he stopped what he was doing. And he started doing push-ups. He was like, <laughs> he's like, you know what? I am going to be the very best. That's that's like I had one year my team, that was our battle cry. Like that's what we played before games and shit like that. And other teams was like, Can can we warm up with y'all? <laughs> like, <laughs> obviously you got your guys ready to play. <laughs> can we warm up with you guys? I mean shit. Like Pokemon's the greatest cartoon theme song ever. And I'm telling you that as I watched that as a late teen to adult, that shit was fire. And they were playing the shit out of the guitar. And um, we're recording this at, as I have a Charizard sticker on my computer. Yeah. So I win this week. Uh, we'll let the viewers decide. That. <laughs> Tell me how much you like Batman and Superman. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Once again, we appreciate it. We're working on the website. Uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, tweet it. Tweet us on on the, on the Twitter. That's where they do most of the tweeting these days. The kids. I are. don't have a Twitter. Shout out to the uh, comment of the weekend. That was hella funny. I don't have a Twitter. And look look forward to our interview with Robert Robert Morrow. Well, don't be dropping that shit. That's that, that you're going to set up. You're going to set it up. Yeah, we'll set it up just like okay, you good. set up the interview with Jason Allen. Wait. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Two up, two down. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, before I forget, hope you, hope you guys like the musical guest this week. He's great. I forget who he is. Just kidding. He's, he's, uh, I'll, I'll, pun- I'll punch it in later. So look it up. Damn. Damn. You are so disrespectful to our musical guest. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding, musical guest. You're the greatest. Wow, you're not going to say his name. I'm going to wait till you say his name. Awkward moments. Okay, can you so, put in, can you put in some filler real quick? Like uh, today's podcast is brought to you by Awkward Moments. Sometimes when you have to say a name on your podcast, you forget what the name is, and then you have to look it up, and then you ask your co-host to fill up, and that's when you need Awkward Moments Insurance. Valentine, there he is. He's from Oakland too, so that's cool. Oh yeah, because you knew all that other time. You're he's an, he's an Oakland native, so th- thanks for thanks for lending your music to the show this week. We really appreciate it. I just made you look like a dick. Um, he's gonna punch me after this show. I I couldn't think of anything.